Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Guys, you ever need that little bit of extra food, but that little bit of extra sleep, but you also need a little bit lighter pack? Well, now you can have it all with Cake Pad. Rice cake sleeping mats. They're gone by the end of the trip because you can nibble on the way. Remember, guys, you can't lose it if it's in your belly. Check it out at ricecakes.com. What's going on, B&B? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man to wash his socks with the sweat from his shirt and his underwear, Carl Mandrioli. Mm. The true yes. outdoorsman. What's going on? Yes. That's good. I like that. With me today is Derek Somerville, the only man who will bring just one pair of backpacking underwear for the whole trip, no matter how long it is. Uh, Yeah. that You know, sometimes you got to grind it out, buddy, and I'm doing it. Yeah, that's every disgusting. Day. Disgusting? Well, I'm sure we'll get to that, though. Because we're talking Ooh. base layers, my friend. Base layers. Yeah. Touching the skin, touching your life. We've talked socks before, but we haven't talked like full-on base layers and really... In depth, yeah, gotten into the nitty gritty, right? In depth, this is this is the real deal. This is where yeah. the core temperature remains what it should. This is where blisters and chafing all stem from. So this is this is important stuff. So we're, I'm glad we're discussing this. You know, what else is important is your edible sleeping pad. It is, and that was interesting because you made a reference to like you're not gonna ever forget it if it's in your belly. Mm-hmm. The only person we know that's been accused of of forgetting it is you. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> This is the only reason I brought this up. I, I That's why I did it, because I knew you were going to make the comment about the sleeping oh, bag. You're baiting yeah, me whole, is what you're saying. The whole thing. Yeah, you fell right into it. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. It's um, so, I just serve up a softball. I don't think it's me falling into it. I'm happy to bring it up because- Oh, I'm sure you are. You still are under the impression that people believe you that it was a shuttle driver build that launched Under the bed. impression. I like yeah. how you're creating your own narrative and navigating the uh, story to I'm see not. Just giving you the feedback you. from our fellow adventurers out there. You know, they let's, let's there. move past this because that's not what this episode's about, my friend. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's about it's base about layers. Base yeah. Layers. Thank you. There's base a base layers Bible verse, actually. Is there? Exodus 28.42. This is talking mm. about Aaron's sons or Moses' nephews. Mm-hmm. You shall make for them linen undergarments that cover their naked flesh. Ooh. They shall reach from the hips to the thighs. Hips to the thighs. This is one of the best underwear verses in the Bible, my friend. So just shorts. Make them some shorts. One of those. Well, it's, when it's t- touching the skin, then it's base layer. So Maybe, well, how important is a good pair of undies when you're out on the trail? Well, I mean, for me, it's huge. You know, that's why you okay. got to get one solid pair. For me, you okay. like what three or four, five? How many do you bring on a trip? We'll talk about it because I have, 
Yeah, I have a strategy, but there's an underwear strategy. I feel like I've, I'm a little. Be- I've been a little behind the times on what I've been bringing. That's true. Okay. That's true. You know my underwear right. situation. Tidy, what are you doing? You're, you're not okay. Well, yeah, we need to talk about this because if you're bringing tidy whities three, four pair, that's that's a problem. <laughs> I'm not bringing God, tidy whities. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've been in the tent. I know what's going on. Here's here's this. Here's what we did for the episode. So last week. Jared and I had the opportunity to review some products from Exoskin, and Jared challenged us to have a base layer based episode. And so mm. I'm up to the challenge. Are you up to the challenge? Yeah. A base layer okay. based episode? Isn't that what we're doing? Yeah. Right now? It's <laughs> That's a... what we're doing. As we've already said. <laughs> I guess I better be up for it if we're doing it. We are doing it. And so I thought we should bring on an expert. And so I actually got a hold of something from Exoskin. Yeah. And shockingly enough, he, w- he wanted to come on our show. And. When, yeah, when people have the opportunity to come on our show and uh, talk about their products, people jump at the chance, my friend. You make them excited. I don't know about that. I think it's uh, a myriad of other things, but I'll take that yeah. compliment. Yeah. Well, but, I wanted to make sure we had we had a good a good one on. This is like kind of an up-and-coming company. So we're going to get his take. His name is Croy. It's Croy, not Troy, Carl. Not, not Helena Troy, nothing like that. It's Croy with a K. Yeah, super cool name. And so he's going to be our kind of resident expert on this. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. All right, why don't we get to it? Um, this is Croy from Exoskin. And uh, here's what he had to say. All right, we are here with Croy Takenbaugh. How are you doing today, sir? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining our show. We're going we're gonna to call you like the base layer expert. Whether you are or not, that's how you're referring to you. I, I think we could go with better than that. Okay. Be base layer base layer boss. Base layer he's, boss? Okay. That's he's the base layer boss. I like that. I like that. Yeah, so tell us about yourself. So yeah, kind of where you're from. Uh, any stomping grounds you've got. Very cool. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, we're coming to you live from uh, wild wonderful West Virginia this evening. Wild and wonderful. Ooh. Yep. That's it's that's printed right. right on the license plate. So <laughs> so nice. I'm, I'm very fortunate you know, I'm, I live uh, very close to Northern Virginia and D.C. and I live about two miles from the Appalachian Trail which is where I hike um, every week nice. oh every week nice okay yeah we, we do a lot of hiking I mean you know mostly you know out and back type stuff now Croy I heard I heard it's uh, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong I heard it was uh, not Appalachian I heard it's Appalachian Appalachian, is that? Uh... Uh, both are correct. It just oh. depends, I guess, where you're from. Uh, okay, that makes that makes sense. Typically, like you know, Southern West Virginia, Kentucky, that area, they tend yeah. to refer to it as Appalachia. Us Northerners, because I'm in the northern Ooh. northeastern panhandle of the state, we just say Appalachian. Are you? Yeah. We're, how do you identify, Derek? Where, which which side are you more on? I'm more. I mean, I like Appalachian. It just sounds okay. Gotcha. But that's, that's important. Good good question. Good follow-up question there. Speaking of West Virginia, when is it kind of like a rite of passage or some sort of tradition, cultural thing? I don't know. When, you, when you're driving home from like a long road trip, do you sing the country road song? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at, Croy, if you want to stop the interview right now, I, I'm not offended. I would do that if I lived there. Are I'm not offended. Me? I'm not offended. <laughs> so bad. I guess my wife would. Okay. Because, you know, and when, you know, growing up, her family were big country and, and folk music fans, and they loved John Denver. And this episode is not about West Virginia, but I do have another another question based on what you said. You mentioned the license plate thing. 
I'm kind of a license plate snob. Um, I think there's a lot of Warm. not so good ones, and I and I feel like your neighbor to the east has the worst license plate. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's it's just like a white plate, and it just says Virginia is for lovers. Yeah. Oh. That's terrible. Oh. I don't want to have that in my car. <laughs> what a snob. What a snob. <laughs> Do you want that license plate, Derek? <laughs> it is you know probably it, one of the blandest license plates I've seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's an Alaska license plate that has like a bear on it. This is awesome. Awesome. A+. Plus. So... <laughs> we'll do a license plate episode later. So sorry. Okay. So let's get back to. Uh, no, we won't. No, we, we'll skip that one. No. <laughs> no, let's talk. <laughs> I care about license plates. People care. Don't you play like the license plate game on a road trip? Don't you have you know whether you? Oh yeah, yeah super all the fun. Time. When I was like seven. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll target our seven-year-old audience. Some of us have seven-year-olds in the car. So anyway, the uh, so getting back to the base layer. So so this term base layer has been thrown around as official terminology specifically with like the outdoor community for a while in reference to like the first layer of clothing against your skin so typically it's it's when you're wearing multiple layers but isn't it just a fancy term for socks and undies yeah i guess you could look at it that way i mean like i said earlier you know anything that you're going to put on to up against your skin because technically a base layer so you know a long sleeve shirt could be base layer a pair of tights could be your base layer Derek calls them leggings by the way Carl Carl thinks his headlamp is a base layer because it's touching his forehead I don't know if that's qualify is that qualifying not really. well, <laughs> well I mean the, the the straps are probably made out of material okay. so technically I guess you could say that's that's a base layer look at you buddy you got a head base layer okay. <laughs> I, I will count that that counts uh, well the reason why I bring that up is because People, when you say, yeah, so what kind of base layers are you using or wearing? I think that's a comfortable conversation. If I say, hey, what kind of underwear do you have? That's weird, right? People don't like that. Yeah, that I can see where people might become uncomfortable when you ask no, about their underwear. Okay. Or, or, or their license plate. Well, <laughs> right. exactly. Especially if they're from Virginia. I know, right? <laughs> I think we've, yeah, we've now made the Virginians mad. I apologize. So not against the Virginians, just against their license plate. As like a base layer expert, what are, what are like some of the common problems adventurers or, or, you know, outdoors people will experience if they have like insufficient base layers? Like what's something they're going to encounters a problem or no base layers at all or no base layers at all yeah maybe yeah. just going in shorts and a t-shirt i don't know well i mean technically if if you're just wearing a t-shirt that's your base layer um the common problems are moisture management mm -hmm. so your base layer mm -hmm. fails everything else regardless of what it is or how expensive it is is not going to work right. any better it might even work worse mm -hmm if your base layer fails. Right. So heat and moisture management is number one. Um, friction management right. is the second most. That's what I was thinking. Our yeah. job is to keep you comfortable so that you don't experience those two failures, whether it's causing you harm by, you know, skin irritation or causing, you know, if your base layer fails and you're not mm -hmm. moving the moisture away from your skin and drying it, then you're just a soaking wet mess. And having moisture next to your mm. skin inherently right. causes the, the friction or increases the friction and causes the first problem to begin with. So the presence of moisture on the skin and then add friction 
Right. It's right. a recipe for disaster in terms of chafing. Especially if the clothing's like a little bit loose. I've had, yeah, I think the worst chafing problem I had, I was in Sequoia National Park, and yeah. this was years ago, but I was I was basically hobbling by the end of the trip as a result of that. So Wow. So I'm 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 all in on a good base layer, is is what I'm trying to say. Croy, give give me three tips for what we should be looking for in a base layer. This is going to sound really cheeky, but uh, tip number one is make sure your base layer comes in an exoskin mm. package. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, that, that uh, was that was sly right, right. there. <laughs> subtle, <laughs> subtle, Croy, subtle. I am the okay. sales guy, so you know I'm sorry. I, cu- okay. I couldn't help myself. So that'll be guaranteed success right there, first of all. When our athletes can run over 200 miles in the same pair of socks with wet and muddy feet and their feet aren't tore up. Yeah, yeah. tell us about that. Yeah, you had a story about that. Can you, can you share about that real quick? Sure. So one of our athletes is John Kelly, and John is probably mm-hmm. most famous for being the most recent finisher of the Barkley Marathons. Let me let me jump let me jump in real quick just to clarify. So, um, John Kelly is like an ultra marathon runner. There's also a um, YouTuber named John Kelly who's a backpacker. Not the same guy. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, and the Barkley Marathons. Derek, are you familiar with that race? I've heard of those. What, okay, what it's like the that? hardest race ever. It's like this. I don't know, twenty twenty five mile loop where the whole purpose is to try to get you to drop out, and you do. I think what is it, four or five loops, and. Oh. Like they'll have years go by, like multiple years go by where nobody finishes. It's not even like Jeez. you don't. It's not even like a rate. It's more just like can you finish the event? And the a lot survive of rate. Yeah. Okay. So he he did it. It, yeah. it. It's it's a process to even figure out how to enter and be accepted into right. the race. Right. And when and when you get accepted, they send you a letter of regret. Like we regret to inform you <laughs> that you have been accepted to this race. So yeah, it's yeah. a whole ordeal. Anyway, sorry. To cut you off there. No, no. Th- thank you for clarifying. I- I- I'm going to have to check out the other John Kelly. <laughs> but no, John John was the most recent finisher back in 2017. I'm not a runner, but John lived local to us, so I saw him on the news. Uh, if you finish Barkley, you finish by touching one of these yellow gates that uh, is across a fire road. And mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, a picture of him standing there touching the gate. And I mean, granted, he's been running for all but 60 hours, but he just looked, he, he looked soaking wet, cold, and miserable. Oh. And I'm like, I, I can help him. Mm. And so I, I reached out to him and I, I was actually lucky enough to score, you know, a meeting. I got to, you know, go to John's house. We mm. sat down, we talked gear, we talked data, and I, I gave him a bunch of stuff to try and the rest is history. And Last year, John and his family moved to England okay. for his job, mm-hmm. and John's been doing a lot of running in um, in the mountains and or the fells, as they call it. And, and there has been uh, a long-standing fastest known time on the Penine Way, and that record stood for 31 years. John broke it. When when one of our athletes is doing something like that, it's it's the worst time for me because. I'm sitting on the computer watching the, you know, we call it dot watching. You know, I'm watching his, his satellite tracker to see, you know, how his progress is. But John ran 268 miles and never changed his socks. His feet were wet and muddy the whole time. And he, and he didn't have chafing. He didn't have blisters. What a cool testament to like obvious, the obvious comfortability and, and, 
and comfort they're having during those huge races right where they're just to end after that amount of time and distance and just to have no if issues is like i mean they must have just enjoyed the race that much more right in my opinion yeah. I, had, I had a couple takeaways so. yeah from that story there first of all i think that if we had like a backpacking trip where you could do some dot watching uh you probably i'm trying to think if derek's dot would move would that even be worth watching at that point? Oh boy, that's you like fun. that one? That yeah. was a good one. That was funny. Okay, no, not really. Uh, anyway, yeah. So the other thought I had was, <laughs> if you can wear two, you know, a pair of socks for two hundred plus miles with harsh conditions, could you? Yeah, would that be some sort of a challenge you could establish for a backpacking trip, like one pair of socks challenge? You know, try this pair of socks for the whole trip, make it last for say like a three to five day trip. Yeah, I, I mean, yep. from from my perspective, I've, I, yes, and I'll, I'll okay. Uh, my takeaway, you know, in terms of homework, I guess, um, and I'll I'll have to circle back with you on this. Um, one of our athletes through hiked the Pacific Crest Trail last summer, in and one pair of socks. No, no, no. <laughs> the smell was amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't remember how many pairs she took, but I know, you know, she had shipped herself, you know, like drop boxes. Um, but I'll ask her and, and find out how many pairs she actually. I, okay, interesting. So I got a question about the name Exoskin. So when I when I think of that name, I think of some sort of a fabric that will make me into like an athletic cyborg. Is that what you're going for there? <laughs> I mean, he really brainstorms these, so, you know. I knew you were going to stump me with something. <laughs> I, To be honest, Rick came up with the name, and, you know, he knew that, you know, what we what we make, because it's seamlessly knit, it is inherently form-fitting, so it was going to be next to the skin. Right. Um, the XO... It's made with love. Well, that's what I always say. <laughs> like from Virginia, or are you guys based in Virginia? Is that what this is about? Oh my We're close. God. We're one state away in Maryland. No, no, he, All right. Okay. Oh, Virginia's for skin lovers. For some reason, he was thinking of exoskeleton, and and then combined it with skin. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like your your exoskeleton okay. Okay. that you wear on you know. As your base layer. I get it. Well, along those lines then, I was watching like a news show. We watch it with my students sometimes, uh, CNN 10. It's like 10 minutes. They have like typically like basic news with like, I don't know, a fun show, fun topic at the end. And so it looked like companies are starting to put together, I don't know if they call it like smart clothing, where you, you put on the clothing and it trains your body with muscle memory to actually improve your form performance, like with certain sports like golf so it can kind of improve your golf swing and it's still in the beginning stages but does exoskin have any anything coming out that will help derek be able to hike faster and keep up with the rest of the group um hike faster Uh, well Mm. we already have that if if Mm. if derek is uncomfortable because of you know chafing or hot spots or blisters then naturally mm. he's going to be slower than everyone else in the group what if carl what if derek's uncomfortable because of his hiking partner Carl, is that is maybe like, Derek needs to find a new hiking partner? That there is no exoskeleton. <laughs> yeah. There's no exoskin for that though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think exoskin helps your social skills, Derek. Sorry. I was, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Thinking the same thing. I mean, is there any exoskin that can manage your foot smell? 
I don't even, there's nothing. <laughs> well, that's, so we actually had a chance to check these out. And so um, yeah. I I don't know if you heard the review we put out in our last week's episode. So I wore the socks for, I don't know, was it like three or four days in a row, uh, including exercise sessions, just because oh. you have, I don't know, just like some copper that you put in there to prevent stink. Didn't you make, you forced your children to smell it afterwards? I, I was going to do a smell test. I still can actually yeah. if you want me to, Derek. I still can, but please. But I took them yes. off and I smelled them, and, and they, yeah, they were, yeah, it wasn't bad. Like it was kind of just like as if I had worn a typical pair of socks for a whole day. But those, these had been worn through exercise for multiple days. So is it the copper? Is that what does the smell removal? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I, I know this grosses some people out, but th- this is one of the best parts of of what we do, and and it it brings me great joy to to hear stories about people wearing an item of clothing multiple days. I, I know some people will be grossed out by that, but not in our show. I do it all the time with, with socks. When we were testing our, our wool version of socks, I wore the same pair 11 days in a row. 11 days in a row. Okay. You won. You won. We're gambling. <laughs> we are gambling. I, exercise, I mean, I, I, I just, I put wow. them on in the morning and what, what's, what's going on with that? Are you sleeping with these socks or are you drying them out? Put them back on? No, I don't sleep with socks okay. on. But okay. no, to answer your question, it, it's the copper. Okay. Copper is a natural antimicrobial. The bacteria that are either on your feet or in your shoes, if you overload bacteria with copper, it will kill the bacteria. So, you know, I, I have one guy, um, he's a strength and training coach in California. He wore the same pair of socks for like three months. And basically what he would no. do. Are you kidding me? No, no. I mean, he would, he would. It's so uh, necessary. Once or twice a week, he would rinse them with water, wring them out, let them dry. Okay. And, okay. But he never washed them for three months. And is that just, are we just getting lazy at that point though? I mean, is that, <laughs> are we just getting lazy? I mean, well, well, he's rinsing them out. So he's not completely lazy, right? I mean, but I mean, uh, if if you're if you're like doing multi-day hikes and you want to minimize this, the stuff you need to take, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, rinse them out at night, hang them by the fire, and you not know, not by the fire. The that, that'll burn them. We've we've learned that. Derek's learned that. The, yeah, we've learned that the hard way. I, I can tell you by the eleventh day, the 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 socks when I put on, they didn't feel fresh, but they didn't stink. Okay, they were a little crusty though. Is that? Yeah, they. <laughs> they, they, they kind of stood up on their own. Okay. I mean, yeah, the, the socks aren't made of all copper. Let's just let's just get that out. It's not you know a I mean? copper socks. They're not all copper. <laughs> so okay, so I got I have a, a copper based question for you then because obviously copper is expensive, and, and you've got to source copper to to manufacture your product. So as a result of that, are you against the manufacturing of pennies? Because pennies, oh, like they cost, I think it's one point seven cents to make a penny. So it's kind of a waste, and I, I would assume it's driving your copper prices up too. I'd have to know the intimate details of, of the copper that we put into our material, but I, I'd venture to say no, because we're talking microscopic pieces. Yeah. So you're not melting pennies to put it in the socks? That's what he's doing. He's melting pennies. No, no. But you bring up a great point. In terms of technology and apparel, you know, a lot of brands say, well, our, our material has technology on it. Well, yes, it does. Unfortunately, 
what they do is they put a lot, you know, some chemistry in the dye bath when they're dyeing the garments. Mm-hmm. So technically, the the garment has technology on it. Unfortunately, once you wash that garment a few times, the technology is gone, and you're left with a cheap piece right. of fabric. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Okay. Our technology is molecularly bonded. It's a it's a process of applying the technology, both copper and PTFE. Mm-hmm which is polytetrafluoroethylene. Fancy. The most common formulation of that is Teflon. Okay. Um, that's what gives us, you know, reduces friction, okay. moves moisture, blah, blah, blah. It's a process where those particles are bonded right. to the fiber and they won't wash out. So I, mm-hmm. I have shirts that are six years old and they still work mm-hmm. fine. Now, from a sales perspective... I'm ready to choke the owner because I'm like, these shirts don't wear out. Right. But the, but on the plus side, then if somebody notices that kind of the word of mouth gets stronger, right? Because then you can just say, well, hey, I've had this forever and it's yes. awesome still. And then somebody else wants to buy that. Now, I can't say that yeah. our socks will last you years. I have pairs that are years old, but, you know, given the okay. friction that, you're, you know, you're yeah. creating okay. in, in, inside the shoe. But our socks, you know, that's one of the things we're known for, especially with our toe socks. But a lot of people come to us because, A, we're the only toe sock manufacturer in the United States. And their biggest complaint is they feel like wet blankets and they wear out super quick. It's like wet blankets. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I mean, that, what's more blanket. comfortable than putting a wet blanket on your foot? A hot blanket. <laughs> so, a nice it. cozy blanket by the fire, yeah. Carl, Carl's feet, Carl's feet. Yeah. So, Croy, you've actually done an, an excellent job during the course of, of this interview of, of um, highlighting a lot of the, the top points of Exoskin. But is there anything else that we missed or anything else you want to share about your organization um, that backpackers, hikers, adventurers, campers should consider regarding base layer socks, etc.? Plug it. Everything we do is made here in the United States. We are a veteran-owned company. And in terms of, you know, providing value, we go the extra mile. Every product we ship comes in a double seal lox sack bag, which are made in Florida. The bags are not cheap, but it provides our, our consumer a piece of gear where they can use it to protect food, electronics, or other valuables. Another thing is you can basically try our gear at no risk because we stand behind every product okay. with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Now, I, I don't mean you buy it and you leave it laying in the drawer or on your counter for 30 days. Take it out and thrash it for 30 days, and if you're not satisfied, I'll give you a full refund. Jeez. Put Derek's money a big returner. So that's like big for him. <laughs> <laughs> at Costco. At Costco. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, and, and the last thing is, you know, we're developing new products all the time. So yeah. um, last spring, we launched a new line of underwear. Um, they were targeted to guys, but, you know, here's here again is a dirty little secret of seamless apparel. It's <laughs> it's unisex. A, a small yeah. is a small. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. whether it's a men's or a women's. Yeah, he's, he, that being said, you hmm. still have like a men's and women's line. We, we do. Um, and there are s- subtle differences, mostly color. Yeah. Carl, okay. Carl doesn't want to wear a women's underwear. I'm just, he's worried about it. And, nope. Uh, nope. So there, nope. there you go. <laughs> 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 so, no, we, we, last spring we launched a, a, a line of underwear. 
um, because traditionally everything we've done up until that point is is compression based. But the underwear is something new for us. And we're really excited because um, about mm. the same time, so spring this year, we're going to be uh, launching version 2.0. Uh, last fall, we purchased some new knitting machines from Italy. That's basically where all seamless machines come from. And it gives us the ability to, the term I'm using is micro mesh or micro holes. Nice. When you hold the garment up to light, but if you stretch it a little bit, you'll be able to see just a pattern develop and you'll be able to see holes. And that's okay. designed to aid mm -hmm. with stretch and recovery and obviously moving moisture, wicking and drying, uh, ventilation. I was going to ask you about that because uh, Carl, when he gets nervous on the trail, tends to pee his pants a lot. So I didn't know if it wicks away. <laughs> Does it wick away pee pretty well? Is that something? You, you, you make fun of that, but a lot of ultra marathon runners actually do that intentionally. Yeah, ultra marathon runners, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's, I'm not that's that, okay. Sorry. Sorry. But you, you know, hiking three miles a day, I don't know if it's the thing. You know. <laughs> three miles a day. As long as it wicks away, Croy, that's all we care about. You know? uh. If it's not if it's not pink, lavender, or pastel, he can wear it. No, it's, wear it'll it. be black. Um, wicking, uh, I don't know. I, okay. I'm going to say it's going to wick faster than the other brands. Yeah, well, hey, Croy, we really appreciate you coming on the show. And, uh, that was some good stuff. We, you yeah. gave us a lot to chew on. Appreciate your your knowledge, and um, yeah, we're gonna continue to check out Exoskin stuff, Exoskin stuff, and we'll have that in our show descriptions. We'll have a link down there in case anybody else wants to check it out as well. So, well, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been great chatting with you guys. Uh, so that was Croy, man. How'd yeah. you? Uh, what do you think of that whole base layer insight there? That was okay. So there's definitely some things we got to talk about for sure. So we typically, we don't have a ton of companies that come on our show. And we typically, when we do, we try to find a company where we genuinely like their product and I genuinely like their product, right? Yeah. But yeah. we try to keep it like informational while still like allowing them to share some of their product specific information towards mm -hmm. the end. We might've lost the battle on this one, my friend. I think slightly, yeah. Croy was a sneaky fellow with all of his uh, exoskin name dropping. Croy, you won, you won. Uh yeah he got he got it over on us and uh, he plugged it really well so credit to him yeah and um, but yeah. there's a lot of good nuggets and takeaways in there that we should uh, definitely we got to talk about those for sure for sure okay so first takeaway what you got um I think that he made some good points about I, I like that he was talking about the chafing and the moisture wicking and uh, it was interesting to see like all the facts that he. Mm -hmm throughout about um you know these other companies and how their company beat like under armor and these other companies and um the science is there and all this stuff uh i mean i know they're constantly competing with each other yeah. but um it, it really i think it really does count and say a lot like if you're out there and you're doing a lot of um exertion and you're sweating and you're rubbing whatever fabric you have in your body um and everybody's body is different so Mm -hmm. If you can complete whatever trip or race or whatever you're doing and there's zero chafing and there's zero blisters and all these other things, God, that's huge. And you're going to feel so much more comfortable um, overall. I mean, how does that so. And that's why we have a whole episode devoted to base layers, 100%, so we can avoid that type of discomfort, kind of the unneeded discomfort, right? Unneeded. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. He did mention uh, he didn't want to talk about his competitor with the toe socks. Do you know the name of the, that brand? The competitor toe socks? Like they're 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 just known for toe oh, socks. Oh no, no, I don't. I forgot. In Gingy. In Gingy. I don't remember that. 
and Gingy. Sounds like you're not a toe sock mm, expert, my friend. I'm not an expert, not at all. They've been around for a long time, and they make, yeah, like if you ever struggle with the blisters kind of in between mm-hmm. your toes, that, unless you have ill-fitting shoes, that typically works to prevent them, okay? It should it work. It should, yeah. but they're still kind of, I don't know. What do you think of toe socks? Do you like them? I think it's a lot more effort. To get <laughs> there is a lot more effort, sock. yeah. So, and that, I mean, let's be honest. Like, when you throw your sock on, you just want to throw it on and be done. Yeah. You don't want to be, like, you know, fitting your toes right. with sock. So. Right. And the gingy socks, those things wear through fast. So, I'm not a big fan of that company, per se, but I have bought right. their product before, just to clarify. Speaking right. of socks, I forget if it was you or if it was him that mentioned just straight-up copper socks. The straight up copper socks? I think that was yeah. Like let's that. melt down some pennies and make some copper socks. I was I was trashing you really, um, but yeah, Tra- I trashing me. Yeah, because I mean we were talking about your foot smell, and uh, you but know, if you made pure copper socks, form fitting, yeah, foot molded mm-hmm. copper socks, yeah, couldn't take them off. You could wear this forever. I mean, you could wear them forever. I guess you, that's true. Yeah, they might that's cause true. some other issues, but not that, stink. Not that, they would be unstinkable forever. Let's just right. leave it at that. Right. Let's know. talk about stink. How stinky is your single pair of underwear after four days of heavy backpacking? So you're under the impression that I take those underwear and then smell them? Is that what you're, is that what you're saying? Yes. Because that's not what's happening. I either am going to just throw them out or I will just immediately throw them into the wash with everything else. There's a scenario where you bring backpacking underwear and you're just like, okay, they've made it four days. I'm throwing them in the trash? Yeah, there has been actually. Uh, because there were underwear, I'm like, I'm not going to use these types of underwear anymore. And okay. so, you know, it's like, you know what? I'm going to throw them on the trip. I'll wear them. Oh, I and see. then I'll just, I'll just throw them out. So Kind of like use it one last time, like it was planned. Get one more good one in there. Yeah. You know, that was it. So. Gotcha. I'll share about my underwear issues oh, base layer you know like we're all waiting yeah it's pretty intense so yeah go into like the boxer brief style if it's okay. kind of a snug fit like it definitely helps mm-hmm. with the chafing for sure yeah so i bought some nike brand ones a few years ago huh. and these got pretty popular they i mean i bought them okay. at the outdoor store yeah you put these things on and they like it does legit it solves the problem but really? the moment that you put them on, like you're not even exercising yet, they immediately, like once they touch your skin, they start to smell. Oh. That's so, great. yeah. How do they not, maybe they just didn't care? I mean, how do you not recognize that when you're making I, I don't think they're meant for backpacking. So then obviously, as you can imagine, if you swap them out every day or two, like by the time you're swapping them out, it's just, it's embarrassing. There's, there's no copper in there. There's, 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 no, there's no copper. There's no copper. <laughs> exactly. That's, so I was yeah. actually looking. This is a year where I, I thought to myself, I need I need to figure this out because I hate buying. You need more copper. Yeah. <laughs> I hate buying the expensive stuff. And so that's kind of what led us to Croy's company where we, yeah, look like more form-fitting and less stink. And so I actually, yeah, so I, I tested these out over a couple of days sure. as well. No problems. You, you're going to wear them on the trip then? I'm bringing them on the trip and okay. i'm not throwing them away well, that's huge if i can get i might look into that too uh if i can get socks that don't smell i mean that's huge because that's a reason i bring i don't i don't remember you having stinky feet well i, I feel like they're stinky and and, and well i, I mean let me just let me just maybe even more clarify like i feel like it's more about feeling the fresh sock on there's me. that too for sure which you're not going to get no matter what unless yeah. you have a fresh sock so what if I challenged you to wear the same pair 
for th- what was it 30 days that one dude did no 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 okay you can you can do that would you be up for the one pair of socks challenge for a backpacking trip like a three mm. to five day trip i you would don't wouldn't. change your socks you can take them off i'd go for like three days yeah. i would try that three days okay i challenge you right now i'm gonna think about it i you know you I'm, just you said you do it and now you're thinking about it nice. I, I still i impulse control I'm going to okay. try and have some impulse control because I think it would be fun to do it with these socks if I get these socks. But, uh, you know, me and my socks, like, I love a fresh pair of socks. Like, who doesn't mm. love a fresh pair of socks? You get in that sleeping bag and you're like, oh, yes. Okay. Yes. So, well, our next scheduled trip is Canyonland. So, I'll tell you what, if you are willing to do that, then I will, uh, mid trip, I will rinse out your socks for you in all the Canyonlands rivers mm. and then they'll be fresh mm. again. And, and you're going to dry them out too? Not by the fire? Yeah. Yeah. I'll dry them out, not by the fire. Okay. I'll breathe hot air on them to dry them Ooh, out. That's that's unnecessary, but uh, okay. I appreciate the effort. So there's no canyon lands rivers, my friend. So that's true. I know. I was gonna weigh that. You wash them. I'll weigh that into my decision. So okay, washing them in the imaginary rivers. Okay. Yeah. No, exactly. At least not where we're going. There's there's rivers farther elsewhere. north, but elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other takeaways? Not really. No, he he covered quite a bit. So okay. Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna check them out for sure what would you call what would you name our upcoming episode on license plates what would i name our episode on a license plate don't think about yeah. the th- stink for license plates copper <laughs> copper is better for well, license better? plates what are i don't talking know about <laughs> you're, you're asking to name an episode on a license plate we which talked makes about no doing sense. a license plate episode we no, could, you talked about it. I named it. We could rank all the license plates. I'm gonna veto the license plate. This is this is where you're like this is your weird thing that like probably like what like <laughs> I already know why you're vetoing like it. 0.5 people in America do. So <laughs> people love license plates. Are you do kidding? They? Do they love them? People get so excited. They're yeah. When you see they like, get like, so excited. I want you to listen to what you just said. Yeah. No, they. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. not everybody is as cynical as you. So. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why you don't want to do one is because you understand that the like basic level California plate, which is white uh, with like cursive red lettering, is terrible mm-hmm. as well. But it's still better than Virginia's. Come on. Look, I could try to get the custom black one or the blue one. Go old school. The, no know? custom ones. Yeah, I mean, like Colorado has awesome custom ones, but Colorado's yeah. basic one still is kind of boring too. Better than California's, but not the best. What's uh, like New Hampshire's saying on the license plate? I don't. I don't have them all memorized. I have a, f- a few really good ones. This but is your passion. If you, you if your license plate said California is for lovers, mm, would you be proud of that? Would I be proud of that? No, I wouldn't be proud of it. Like this is our license plate. Well, well, maybe we'll have the uh, governor of Virginia on to see if we can change that process there. Well, yeah, I'm sure he'll <laughs> jump on right on for that. I'm sure he'll jump right on. Just just change a <laughs> decades old saying on their license plate. <laughs> <laughs> it is decades old. I think it's been there forever. That's so funny. It's been there a long yeah. time, yeah. Uh, okay, if you're from Pretty Virginia out there, please reach out. Do you like your license plate? Um, I'm going to say they do. Not. Okay. I'm going to say they do not. All right. Let's see. I think that's all that I had. Croy, do you want me to mention that they're having a sale through February over to Exoskin? So if you're interested in checking them out, it's, it's high-end, high-quality stuff. Yeah. So if you're ready to upgrade from your Nike base layer this might be up your it's all alley. about the copper baby uh i've got some trivia for you my friend oh yeah yes i'm trivia. ready to fail don't worry i'm ready to fail go ahead well you are with that attitude goodness gracious i've got trivia called how much does stuff you've never used weigh 
trivia right after this. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA. All right, let's get this over with. I got my, I got my, I got my scale next to me. So I'd like to add a rule based on some reactions we got uh-huh. from a previous episode. I'm gonna give you a 30 second time limit to answer each question. A 30 second time limit. You know what's yeah. funny about this is you can edit whatever you want, and so there's I know it won't seem like 30 seconds because I'm gonna edit it down for sure. Uh-huh. But. The reason why is because there might have been some accusations around, not by me, mm. but by some other folks, that uh, you might have been Googling some stuff in previous episodes. Googling. Well, they can, they yeah. can accuse all they want. I don't, I don't have the luxury of doing that. The luxury? You have the luxury of Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, I don't, I, I'm not able to like type while I record, okay. though. Well, here's, setup, so. here's, the, here's why. Here's, here's the suspect mm-hmm. event, I can tell you. We were t- A lot of naysayers out there. Go ahead. We were talking about... I had asked you to define what base weight was and uh-huh. you were just like speaking nonsense for like a minute. Like uh-huh. you had right. hit some of the points, but it, you clearly didn't know what base weight was. It wasn't a, it wasn't a Carl answer. And then all of a sudden you're like, let me just sum it up. And then you had the perfect definition. The perfect definition. Actually, uh, if yeah. everybody remembers, you can go back and listen to the recording. You said, uh, yeah, you got most of it. That's, that's pretty much it. So you then you were saying yeah. like the perfect definition was pretty much it, but it wasn't the Carl definition, and that's what really what we we're looking for was the Carl definition. Oh. So nobody's okay. getting that right, not even me, not gotcha. even Google's getting that right. So I like that you're trying to shift the the focus here. That's good. Well done. I'm just stating well facts done. is what I'm doing. 
So we've got how much does stuff you've never used way trivia. This is inspired by you, of course, right. from a couple episodes ago. This will be ridiculous with ab- absurd numbers and uh, whatever. Right. It's so simply based upon talk. what you have already established. You've established the baseline. Okay, right, right. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm already I'm buckled up. Let's go. All right, get it, all right. Get it so over. I want to know how much does a mystery ranch <laughs> 60 liter Sphinx weigh? Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm get, giving you some details here. We've never talked about this. <laughs> I love it. Correct. You are correct about that. Okay. A, 76.8 ounces. B, 70.2 ounces. C, 80.1 ounces. D, 63.7 ounces. <laughs> or E, it's a mystery because Mystery Ranch is not a real company. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, boy. Mystery. I'll go with E, even though it's probably like C yeah. or B. I don't. I've never heard of them. Uh, your local REI store sells Mr. Ranch, my friend. They make they make packs. Never make heard packs, of it. So never it was heard a seventy six point eight ounces. Embarrassing for you. Embarrassing. Number two. How much does a six moon designs solo tent weigh? B. Okay. <laughs> I will take that as your answer. A seven hundred forty grams. B mm. six hundred grams. I like how it's in grams, which <laughs> nobody's gonna know. It's not even something that I. We did. have some. Uh, foreign oh listeners who use grams, my friend. C, 1,510 grams, D, 850 grams, or E, Six Moons Designs is not a real company. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What, what's so the six, name of the brand? Six Moon Designs. Mm-hmm. You said okay. B, 600 grams? Do you want me to say B? Does that make... That's what you said. I, I was clearly okay. joking, but we can talk about jokes later on. So let me just say, you're going to ramp up, you're going to ramp up the trivia ridiculity to where it's absurd. This is this is what your trivia. This is exactly what you did with your trivia. No, 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 no. I used uh, American terminology. Not um, do we? Do you, how many times do you look at a sleeping bag? And you're like it's this. A lot of grams. times when I'm looking at when I'm researching gear, it's in grams. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sleeping bags? Yeah. No, you don't. You tell me it's X pounds. I tr- blah, I will blah, blah, I will ounces. translate it for you. Of course. You've never said grams in your life. You're lying right now. I'm not lying. I I just said when I research stuff, a lot of times it's in grams. How, I'm you're not with me when I'm researching. Okay. I'll I'll be from Czechoslovakia. I'll be from Czechoslovakia, and I'm gonna say C. Correct. Oh wait, Czechoslovakia is not a country. My bad. It's now Prague. Um, Czechoslovakia is C. now we'll in Prague. C. Is that what you just said? No, that's not what I said. But wait, I want I want to know more about Czechoslovakia. What's what's going on there? I'm not going down your rabbit holes again. <laughs> I'm not going down your Czechoslovakia used to be a country. Okay, Derek. Do you Derek, want to talk about it? You don't have to be ashamed of this. Most people don't know about that part of the world. So if you don't know, it's not a big deal. I just want to think I just want to know what you think. I don't it, I'm not going to play. Is it still a country? No. Is it part of a a country that you think is called it's Prague not, or what is it? It's not a country anymore. It's, okay. It's so is Prague now. the country? I'm not playing your game. Okay. Do you want to know the answer? No, I don't. Actually, <laughs> I don't want to know the answer. You're, why you're, not? Why would you want to know? If you think pure, Prague's a country, why wouldn't you want to know? Because I know the answer, but you're in pure preposterity mode. You Does don't that know. The, is that you a word? You think people believe you when you say that stuff? <laughs> I, I know the answer. I'm not gonna say. Have you Have you been? <laughs> hey, have you been to Prague? Have you been there? No, that's why you should know the answer. Okay. All right. Okay. It's the Czech Republic and Slovakia are two different countries. All right. Are you gonna say B? No, no, no. B was clearly a joke. We can talk about jokes later on. Um, okay, let me let me just do this. What was the first? So saying a letter is a joke now. Nice, nice. I'm joke uh, answer, Carl. Joke answer. I'm wor- I'm worried about you. Uh, what was the, what was uh, the the I'm sorry grams again for a seven forty. 
740, and then B was... Uh, okay, let me... I wrote that... Uh, okay, let me just do some calculations here. Just oh, on Google? You're going to go Google this again, huh? No, no, I can't do this in Google real quick. It's A. It's A. A, 740. Oh, is a. that your final answer? got to be A. I'm going to go with A. It actually know. is A, a. dude. A. That's ridiculous. I can't... Yeah. Well, I have to... I have to... <laughs> I mean, if you convert it to ounces... And you know, here's the bonus is I was just doing this... I was just doing grams. My my daughter's doing ounces and grams and pints yeah. and quarts and all that. So, some you know, maybe you picked the wrong night for this trip. But you're complaining about grams, maybe. but your daughter's actually teaching you how to do the conversions, and you're still complaining. That's not no. I love how you twist things. It's so magical. <laughs> you just you, have a, you should have a separate podcast called the Twisty Ties, Carl. <laughs> I'm just, what did I say wrong? What was incorrect about that? No, no, no. She was. We were reviewing for her math test tomorrow. Yeah. And so we were just going over her conversion charts. And I'm like, oh right. yeah. This is that, and this. So it's just reminding me of all the uh, the grams to ounces. It's absurd yeah. that you're using grams. Well, apparently you, not if your daughter's learning about it. So I mean, you clearly you just justified it. No, you're you're using uh, absurd oh, terminology gosh. for these, but that's okay. I'm sure the last one's in grams too. You you can pass this one if you get this last one correct. You actually pass the trivia. That's ridiculous. I probably will, Carl. Okay, well, probably not. I'm on fire. What do you want me to say? Yeah, probably not. How much does a typical pair of cotton socks weigh? Okay, oh, this, is, this is stuff you know. You, you know your socks. Let me get it normally announces normally announces on the wrapper, but we're gonna be in, in Canada, what it's grams? In grams? Yeah. So a <laughs> in Canada, <laughs> a lot of Canadian listeners. <laughs> a thirty three grams. <laughs> B thirty grams. C twenty five grams. D seventeen grams. Uh, or E due to blisters, cotton socks are no longer made. It's not that last one, obviously. Uh, I'm gonna say ooh, yeah, fifteen seconds. Oh, good. I'm gonna take my time. Uh, can I use a time extension? Is that <laughs> you can, uh, get off of Google? I'm not on Google. How how do, how do you Google? Oh, five seconds. Five, five four, uh, three, two. A. We'll go with A again. It's probably you got to be kidding me. Are you serious? It's like 33 ounces. A is correct. Or not 33 ounces. Unbelievable. Grams Unbelievable. Well, you get. I mean, you know, you don't even know what you're talking about. You're just guessing. How do you get? That's so look, ridiculous. Look, we can talk about grams and ounces later. Unreal. I'm not Read a fourth grade math book and you will be better. What if at this? we do? I'm gonna start doing like national parks trivia, like how much a national park weighs in grams. <laughs> oh then... my gosh, <laughs> dude, this is unreal. What's a decimeter? Do you know what that is? <laughs> Define decimeter, Carl. Sorry, I'm decimeter. I thought for sure. I thought for sure you were done for on this one. So. I just learned about decimeters, decameters, all kinds of fun things. Yeah, now you're just basking in your own glory. You're like, yeah, let's you know, talk about other metric system things. Get that ice cream pack ready, buddy. You're going to be just loaded. Right, I got a few cream. tidbits. Let's get to the tidbits and then, all right. yeah, I'll take a cold shower afterwards after this ridiculous You're going to need so. Okay, so I have an update. Um, we've had actually a lot of folks out there encourage us to reach out to your favorite Outdoor store clerk Chris from REI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took you a while so. to uh, figure out his name, but well, uh, it was your job. It's your REI. It's your job. You've refused to do it. I've asked you probably ten times on the show, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'll get to that next next time I'm there. I'll just I'll just, I'll just ask him." I finally caved. I think this could be fun. Um, you didn't cave. I had to do it for you. I had to call him from out of state. You asked for you asked for Ed. You're like, "Hey, who's Ed?" I got it. Yeah, I did get it wrong the first who time. Who is right. Ed? I don't. I don't know. Um, you know what though? So I ended up emailing Ed, and then you corrected me, Chris. So I emailed both these guys because I talked to him on the phone. Yeah, and uh, neither of them responded. Solid, solid. Yeah. I think what I'm going to have to do is go into the store, which I was mm-hmm. going to do anyway, and just be like, "Yo, uh, here's my card. 
do you want to be on the podcast and talk about this? I already idea? asked him that, and he said, yeah. Well, maybe he needs like a little in person. Maybe he's more of an in person guy. You know? Okay. I don't know. It can't hurt. We'll find out. Maybe we'll, we're going to keep trying. Next though. time in California, I'm just going to go there and try to find a day that he's working, and then I don't care if you're there or not. I'm just going to interview him and ask him about all your ridiculous stories. Just bring your lapel mic so it sounds really cool. That's all I'm saying. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, we have an update on the YouTube channel. We've been putting out videos weekly, and yeah, we it's... have an outdoor retailer show video out there now where um, Jared and I actually went to find out all the cool new gear, and we're going to see that things took a interesting twist while we were there. Yes. And Derek, what do we have going on on Patreon this month? We got some uh, additional additions. I think we're going to throw in some regular episodes ad-free, though, mm, uh, in, a, right. in addition in addition to the uh, the new episodes or the extended episodes of... Uh, the bonus uh, episodes. Bonus episodes. Um, right. So just a little extra, a little bit more. Um, yeah. You don't have to worry about the ads bugging you. So um, They're going to come out it. same day, same time ad free on patreon not all of them just we're gonna put on like one or two a month we're, we're gonna see how that works yeah so, so you hate the ads join us the, yeah this is gonna be i'm excited for this too but it's just five bucks a month you guys join and then carl can um you know actually go to the store and buy real food and not dig in the dumpster so it's oh gonna be gosh. it's gonna be a lot better for everybody um and his family <laughs> included so uh, just think about the kids. That's all I'm saying. Think about the kids. <laughs> any more? You got any more tidbits uh, for us, or is that it? That's all I got. That's it for me. Um, hope you enjoyed, you guys. We will see you next time. And remember, guys, if you need more copper in your diet and you can't find your pennies, Carl's probably eating them. Yeah, so it was kind of ridiculous. Carl had some of these new socks we were talking about today, and he wore them in a trial for like an hour, right? And I said, look, Carl, I don't care what this sock is made of. I don't care where it's from. I don't care if it's pure copper. No sock can withstand your foot smell. I mean, that's like saying like, hey, you know, uh, I'm a skunk, and I, I just don't even notice my own smell. I mean, you hear Carl in the interview. He's like, I didn't even smell anything, you guys. It didn't stink at all. And I'm like... He must be like half skunk because he just doesn't smell the stink. And that's where we're all going to help him. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6'8 Western. Oh, I'm old there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.